We're taking a peek into geek culture and sharing our top 10 fandom favorites. Let Your Geek Side Show presents Geek Culture Countdown. Hey guys, this is Kitty. And this is Susan. And welcome back to the Geek Culture Countdown. Woohoo! This week, we're counting down the top 10 superhero corporations in comics. Now, a couple of these are we also supervillain corporations. And we also had to specify in comics because a lot of these have crossed over into television and movies mm-hmm. and things that like these characters are also in. <laughs> I love that like geek culture is so big now that we have to specify, no, these are the comics because there is a version of this corporation in this movie or that TV show. And they all change names because sometimes they're an incorporated and then sometimes they're an enterprise yep. and, and it gets all super crazy. So businessmen and bad guys alike love to put their names on giant buildings. So super these superheroes and villains have to make their money somehow we crunched the numbers and put together our top 10 of some of the biggest fictional corporations in comics who owns them and what they do so without further ado let's get started Woohoo! um i'm gonna just keep cheering this whole <laughs> podcast because I've, I've given two woohoos so far it's very motivational <laughs> So number 10 is Queen Industries. Queen Industries is, of course, owned and run by Oliver Queen, a.k.a. Green Arrow. So he, um, it's interesting, the the history of Queen, Queen uh, Industries, uh, man, Industries, Enterprises, Corp, they're all the same. Anyway, but this is Queen Industries. Um, it was founded by Oliver Queen's father, Robert Queen, but Robert and Mora were killed on safari, and then it passed down to Oliver, who then kind of, it was a weapons company. That's mm, what they did. Okay. So it kind of disbanded because obviously Oliver didn't approve of selling weapons to people. And then afterwards, Queen Industries becomes kind of like, like it starts a hedge fund that then funds the Justice League of America and then (laughs) um, also funds a lot of Ollie's like um, using the weapons technology that they already earned. It funds like a lot of his like arrows and his tricks and things like that. So that's pretty much what it does. It kind of morphed from supporting, you know, the bad guys with weapons to the good guys with weapons. So that is number 10, Queen Industries. All right. Number nine on our list is Hammer Industries in the Marvel Universe. Hammer Industries is owned by billionaire industrialist Justin Hammer. Uh, The headquarters are located in London, England, and they became the leading weapons supplier in the Marvel Universe after Tony and Stark Industries moved out of weapons production. And a fun little fact that uh, comes up a couple of times in this list uh, qu- uh, not Queen, Hammer Industries has a fake acronym on the New York Stock Exchange, and it is HMR. So if you're looking to invest in Hammer Industries in the Marvel Universe, you could probably do that. <laughs> I think it's so interesting because uh, we are moving on to number eight, sure, which is Parker Industries <laughs> that also has an abbreviation for the New York Stock Exchange, and that's PI. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> I, I love that, that like Marvel is so engrossed in like being a part of the real world that they... Especially New York. Especially New York, which is where Parker Industries is located. It actually has other divisions, including a London headquarters, a Shanghai headquarters, and her, um, a headquarters at Horizon University. That is a research institution in San Francisco. So um, bas- the main headquarters, though, is in New York, located in... The Baxter Building. Woohoo! That famous Fantastic Four building has. Which we covered in the superhero headquarters. I know. We're, of this like podcast. I said, we're creating a network, like a, a whole shared universe. Shared universe of podcasts. So um, obviously the founder was Peter Parker, though um, nowadays it is run 
by someone else that I can't find right now in my notes. Um, <laughs> but Peter Parker did find it, found it, and it was <laughs> he found it. He was like, oh my god, there's an industry. But um, he he was the founder, and it came out of working at Horizon Labs and mm. doing research there. And then he founded his own company uh, that is kind of an it's an energy and research facility. So number eight is Parker Industries. All right, number seven on our list is Pym Technologies. It was founded by Hank Pym to study the uh, nanotechnology, molecular, and atomic research that uh, encouraged and helped him discover the Pym particle, which is what allows Ant-Man and the Wasp to have their shrinking and growing powers. Um, And it was founded after Hank Pym left S.H.I.E.L.D. It's located in San Francisco. And in the films, Hank Pym was voted out as CEO um, and replaced by the villain of the first Ant-Man film. Oh, my my, So. A lot of these industries, they are either passed on to the hero after their parents die, or uh, in the case of Hank Pym, he's voted out of his own company. That's a little uh, unfortunate for yeah. him. <laughs> yeah. So number seven on our list is Pym Technologies. So number six on our list is actually, I, I didn't know this until researching this podcast, but apparently Forbes at one point, like the real magazine Forbes, highlighted 25 fictional companies. And this company, Oscorp, uh, was one of the fictional companies that it uh, highlighted. And they estimated that it had an annual income of $3.1 billion if it were to exist in reality. And I'm like, wow, good job, Norman Osborn. So Oscorp is based in Oscorp Tower in New York City. It was created and run by CEO Norman Osborn. And the company specialized in defense weaponry. So he studied chemistry and electrical engineering. And he also... um, Norman was a very good businessman, so he decided to put all of those talents to use. So uh, number six is Oscorp. All right. Number five on our list is the Rand Corporation, and it is owned uh, by CEO Danny Rand, who is the Iron Fist. Um, He inherited the company after – or he didn't inherit it. He actually had to reclaim it from the former business partner of his father – Oh, my God. Harold Meacham. Uh, <laughs> I didn't write. I just wrote Meacham and I forgot to write the first name on my notes. Um, but that's fine. I still can't remember <laughs> who, <laughs> who runs Parker, Parker right now. <laughs> so he had to when he came back from his training to become the Iron Fist, he had to reclaim the company from the Meacham family. Um, and in the Netflix universe, the the Meachams orchestrated the death of his parents to take the company. So there's some there's some crazy crossover going on there with who wanted the company. Um, it's an international corporation, and in the Netflix universe, they changed the backstory of a couple other characters to fit in with Rand, um, because Rand Chemicals is what blinds uh, Matt Murdock, and then the company gives Misty Knight her artificial arm instead of Stark Industries. Oh wow! So um, so Rand Industries or Rand Corporation. Oh my God, the Rand Corporation this is really confusing. <laughs> is is starting to take on a new life across from the comics um, because it's now being incorporated into other characters' backstories, which is really cool. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, number four is LexCorp. Ooh. So LexCorp was founded by Lex Luthor, and um, something I find interesting is that like when you, you know you just mentioned it with Rand, but with uh, LexCorp you also have kind of folding in of a bigger universe Mm -hmm. in here. So while LexCorp first exists in Metropolis in LexCorp Tower, it was was also like notable employees include, 
you know, Lana Lang and Talia <laughs> al Ghul. So, like, you have people from, you know, Batman and Superman's larger universe who worked for Lex Luthor at one point. Now, LexCorp is interesting because it kind of does this flip-flop thing where it was just a front for all of Lex's kind of criminal doings at first. <laughs> but then he decided that he wanted to start specializing in aerospace engineering, and it became a legitimate corporation after the fact. Well, so- if you're paying for the property taxes, <laughs> you might as well be doing something interesting there. Exactly. And, you know, it's all the root of LexCorp is to defeat Superman because mm. that's really the root of everything Lex Luthor does is he <laughs> just really, really doesn't like Superman. So the aerospace engineering was founded. The idea was, you know, was planted in his head because Superman is an alien. And so he wanted to explore to see if there was anything out there that could beat him as well. So Ooh. number four on our list is LexCorp. All right. Number three on our list is the Roxxon Energy Corporation. And personally, this is my favorite one on the list, I think. Really? It's yeah, because it's it's taken on a life of its own now in the comics and the larger Marvel Cinematic Universe. I think a lot of different shows now have uh references to Roxxon. I know it just showed up in Cloak and Dagger. It was in Agent Carter. It's 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 all over the board, but it's kind of Marvel's quintessential example of a big, bad, evil corporation that slowly gets in everywhere. And when you see a, a mention of Roxxon, you go, ooh, some, something's going on here. So Roxxon Energy Corporation began as a small oil company and has actually grown into a massive media company conglomerate in the Marvel uh, Marvel Universe. So it's currently owned by the CEO, Dario Agar, who is the supervillain, The Minotaur. Um, he inherited the position after his uh, predecessor was unfortunately murdered. <laughs> like you do in, in Is evil. someone fortunately murdered? <laughs> you know what? That's a good question. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> that is a that is an excellent question. So I mean you've got a you've got a big bad Minotaur sitting at the top of Roxxon and they've they're in the oil business and the energy business and they're always looking for new sources of power in the Marvel universe, both to supply the world with power and to get their own power. So uh, Roxxon has become famous for outsourcing their mining uh, to planets like Mars and to realms of of Asgard and well, not in Asgard, but the Asgardian. Uh, it's not quite cosmic, but the mythological. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They've they've gone to Svartalfheim, which is the dark elf land, yeah. because it's full of swamps that are are rich with natural oils, and so they've they've kind of gone. Not even international, but they've gone interstellar uh, wow. in the extent of their evil doings. And this is another one that has a New York Stock Exchange um, abbreviation. It is R-O-X for Roxxon. <laughs> so Roxxon is number three on our list. All right. Number two is actually the oldest corporation in the DC universe, not only in terms of uh, – like publications, but in terms of like actual time frame. So number two is Wayne Enterprises, and it was founded by the merchant ancestors of the Wayne family back in the 18th century. Wow. It was brothers Judge Solomon Wayne and Joshua Simon Wayne, and through the generations went through and created a lot of different uh, companies underneath the umbrella of the Wayne Enterprises logo, including what would eventually become LexCorp. 
Ooh. So um, when you trace LexCorp all the way back, its uh, origins wind up somewhere in Wayne Enterprises. And that includes like the Wayne Foundation, Wayne Chemical, Wayne Shipping, Wayne Manufacturing. All of these things started the Industrial Revolution in its primary location of Gotham City. So the current CEO is Bruce Wayne himself. Uh, it has stayed in the Wayne family throughout all of its history. But it's actually like when you read the history of Wayne Enterprises, you kind of forget that it's fake. Because <laughs> you're like, you're just like reading all these things like, oh, the Wayne Foundation, they have a nonprofit built into this whole thing. And then you're like, wait a second. <laughs> anyway, and um, that is exactly why it become it it has risen through the charts and become our number two pick, Wayne Enterprises. All right. And the number one corporation on our list is Stark Industries. So we've mentioned it several times before because it has such a hand in so much of the Marvel Universe. I mean, it's impacted Hammer Industries. Uh, Rand Meacham Corporation is actually, uh, be before it was just Rand, the Rand Meacham uh, Corporation was a subsidiary of Stark. And so Stark Industries is an American aerospace defense security and technology company belonging to the Stark family. It was founded by Isaac Stark Sr. and has passed through the family. Um, it has also been known as Stark International, Stark Innovations, Stark Enterprises, and Stark Resilient. Uh, that one doesn't roll off the tongue yeah, as easily. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, over the years, it, it's, it's changed a lot, but it has grown to be one of the most easily recognizable when you when you think the Marvel Universe, especially, I always come back to the idea of the the New York skyline in the Marvel oh, Universe, yeah. Stark Industries. Also, like in terms of corporations, like even in real life, you you know things by logos and their mm -hmm. advertising and Stark Industries has managed to kind of cross into reality yep. in a lot of ways because tell me you don't know exactly what the Stark Industries logo looks I like. I do, it, and, and I yeah. could probably draw it if I had a pen, but I do not. Yeah, and I'm sure any one of our listeners would be able to also identify what the Stark industries logo and font looks like yeah because no, no offense to justin hammer i don't know what the hammer industries I I logo either. looks like <laughs> and the um the wayne one has been redone so many times that i when i saw the the latest reissue of the wayne logo i was like huh and i was like oh i recognize this one but not that one so that's another reason that stark took the number one spot yes and and so stark industries has had slightly different origins in the 616 in the mcu but it is incredibly recognizable and a lot of it's it's had a lot of notable ceos um ceos have included amanda armstrong tony stark pepper potts obadiah stain and howard stark and finally stark industries also has a new york stock exchange index yes. So <laughs> in case you guys are all like ready to go out and invest after this podcast. <laughs> you know, invest in all the fake companies. Stark Industries is abbreviated SIA. So wow. Stark Industries takes our number one spot on the top 10 superhero corporations list. So wow. just to just to <laughs> refresh you guys and stick with me on the industries and the corporations and the associated. Uh, <laughs> we're going to recap the list real quick. Number 10 on our list is Queen Industries. Number nine, Hammer Industries. Number eight, Parker Industries. Number seven is Pym Technologies. Number eight is Oscorp. Number five is the Rand Corporation. Number four is LexCorp. Number three is Roxxon Energy. Number two is Wayne Enterprises. And number one is Stark Industries. Wow. Yeah. That's so, a good list. Yeah, I think so. It, it's crazy that we could 
I was like, ah, oh, there's enough superheroes or yeah. supervillains that have their own corporations uh-huh. that we could throw together a list like this. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So what do you guys think? Do you think our list would make the payroll or did we break the bank on superhero corporations? Be sure to check out our blog and tell us your own favorites at GeekSideShow.com. And that was the top 10 superhero corporations. This has been your Geek Culture Countdown. For more ad-free pop culture news and content, visit GeekSideShow.com. Thank you for listening and don't forget to let your Geek Side Show.